You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, listeners. You are listening to House of Cards. This is your host for the hour, Ashley Adams. We have a great show. Uh, one guy that we've had on more than anyone else will be our first guest. His name is Seth Polanski. He is the, I think you best refer to him as the chief poobah of the World Series of Poker. He's the guy that we in the press all deal with. And uh, he has great, great stories about this year's World Series of Poker to share with us. And then we have Steve Miller, who is the CEO of Card Shark Media, the developer of a project you'll want on your smartphone, Share My Pair. Uh, he'll talk about that. And then we'll have a mailbag segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. It's finally here, the opening of the NFL regular season, and it's your last chance to join FanDuel before opening weekend. Look, millions of people play fantasy football, but can you win real cash this weekend playing fantasy football with your buddies? Well, you can with FanDuel.com. FanDuel is paying out more than $10 million every single week this NFL season, but you have to play to win, so sign up today. No season-long commitment, no upfront fees. Play each week or whenever you want. It's all up to you. Hey, Joe Watson from New York turned a $50 deposit into over $30,000 in two weeks playing fantasy football on FanDuel last season. And now FanDuel will match you dollar for dollar on your first deposit up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner using the code HOC and sign up now. This offer is only good for the first 50 people that sign up today using the code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. Sign up today with promo code H-O-C. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER. 24025 poker that's 2402576537 pro caliber poker tables stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it well that's exactly how we feel about you that's right adamandeve.com wants you so bad we're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. 
You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Sluts, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore if they think he's a righteous dude. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, for those of you who haven't been tuning in the last few months, I have uh, gone out and come back from the World Series of Poker, which is over except for, of course, the exciting final nine that's going to be uh, held in November. I'm eager to find out the specific dates. We have the guy behind the scenes who puts everything together, one of many, but the guy that we know the best is Seth Polanski, who has been on this show more times than any other guest, believe it or not, and he's with us now. Seth, are you there? I am here. Great to be with you, Ashley. Well, nice to be with you. It was nice to see you a few weeks ago. Can you fill us in right now? Do you have the date for the final nine? November 9th, 10th, and 11th. On on November 9th on ESPN, you'll find out uh, which are the nine guys, for those that don't know. And they'll be live playing on November 10th from nine players down to heads up. And on the 11th, we'll uh, finish the thing off and award someone 10 million bucks. Fantastic, which will be the largest main event prize ever. Is that right? Second largest to 2006 Jamie Gold. Only the second time we've awarded eight figures for the main event, though. Right. And how much was awarded in the million-dollar event, the big drop this year? Who won first place and how much did they get? Daniel Coleman uh, won that event in a mere $15,306,668. Such a deal, as my grandmother would say. Uh, I want to return to the final nine, uh, but before I do, uh, I want to just talk about the experience in general. Were there any particular high points this year, things that uh, really stood out for you looking back over the two months or so that uh, you were deeply engaged in the World Series of Poker? Well, certainly uh, the millionaire maker on the opening weekend blew the doors off with 7,977 entries. I mean, honestly, uh, right from the get-go, I guess we got the the feeling that this was going to be a record-breaking World Series of Poker because that event had 6,300 people in it last year, which was a huge, gigantic success. We thought, well, you know, it's the second time around the the uniqueness and the the luster of the, of the first time we're worn off and we get about 5,000 people. So to end <laughs> up with almost 8,000 people, um, you know, larger than a main event in field size, um, it was it was just terrific opening weekend. We had, the you know, uh, $1,000 buy-in PLO that uh, had uh, four figures entries, the largest uh, non-hold'em event ever. So, it just right from the get-go, uh, we were shocked and awed. Uh, it seemed like all summer long. Yeah, I, I kept hearing reports of this thing or that thing that were exceeding expectations. In fact, I just spoke to a guy who uh, Jim McManus, I think it was, who played in the Mega Stack uh, Monster event. Stack. Yeah, Monster Stack. Tell me about that event. So that, yeah, that basically bookended uh, what was incredible. I mean, that event was a $1,500 buying event. Instead of giving the standard 4500 in starting chips, we do triple the buy-in for starting chips for our bracelet events. We decided to start players with 15000 in tournament chips. And so that event ended up attracting 7,862 <laughs> entries. It was non Reentry, so that's a unique number. Again, nearly eight thousand people. The event started on a Thursday. 
far exceeded our projections. People just never stopped coming into the Rio that day. And, and I mean, it was a great event. The winner turned 1500 bucks into, I think, $1.6 million. Even second uh, place was almost a million dollars, wasn't it? Yeah, everyone at the final table uh, got six figures <laughs> uh, at least. It's great for a $1,500 investment. I mean, that's what it's about. So we clearly learned that a special you know, promotion, marketing, uh, whatever hyped event uh, will draw well. People seem to be really attracted to uh, specific things. They circle their calendars for those offerings. And, and we thought being a midweek event – it wouldn't perform. It would perform nicely for a midweek event, maybe approaching what a typical weekend fifteen hundred event would be. But never in our wildest dreams did we think eight thousand people would show up. Were there any negative trends? I mean, things where you continued to see a decline in the interest of any particular games. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, mixed <laughs> games are always a mixed bag, and it's hard. It's very hard for us to gauge whether. You know, our schedule is never apples to apples year over year. So what may have got a weekend time slot one year now have a Tuesday midday start the next. So uh, we haven't done the full analysis of everything yet. Um, But the strengths, again, appear to be shorthanded events, you know, six-handed offerings, PLO, PLO8, high-low, and No Limit Hold'em all performed very well. Everything else, it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, you know, we threw the largest tournament of every variant of poker, which we typically do at the World Series of Poker. But when you look at some of the year-over-the-year numbers, um, some of these Limit Hold'em is not uh, doing as well as we'd like to see it, for example. That's for sure. That's for, how about the internationalization of poker? Was it, again, a huge international crowd, or have it become a little more Americanized, or what? What happened in that arena, do you know? You know, we uh, had more countries represented uh, than we have in six years. Uh, we had 110 different countries participate in the World Series of Poker this year. So from that standpoint, we had very strong um, participation uh, obviously, the United States uh, continues to lead in terms of where we're getting the people out of 82,000 entries. I think 64,000 of them were from the United States. Um, but, I mean, to think of 110 nations around That's the world. I mean, we're talking, you know, Bolivia and Armenia and Estonia and Honduras and Iceland and Latvia, I mean, they're coming from all over uh, to this event. Saudi Arabia, Singapore, I mean, you go down the list and you're amazed. All right, listeners, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee, and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit and goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We are talking to the spokesperson for the World Series of Poker, Seth Polanski. How about representation among bracelet winners? How does that compare? Do you find that uh, the countries that are uh, least known even have some representation among bracelet winners, or do you still see it's almost all American and European? 
Yeah, so actually that's very interesting uh, this year, Ashley. It's a good question. 52 of the 64 bracelets awarded this year went to the United States at the most the U.S. has claimed in one World Series of Poker ever. So, in fact, the international players did not fare nearly as well as they had been. I mean, you take a country like Canada that last year won 10 gold bracelets. They set a record for most bracelets by a non-U.S. country in one World Series of Poker. This year, zero. Um, so, it's just United Kingdom won one bracelet this year only. So, um, Germany was second with four bracelets. So, that just kind of shows you... Um, it was a, a very unique year in terms of who ultimately ended up winning these events. Interesting. Uh, can you point to, I know this is going to be hard. We didn't talk about this ahead of time. I probably should have set you up. Were there any truly weird things that happened that uh, came across your desk, things that were unexpected and just from the world of the bizarre and the strange uh, that you can tell us about? Any interesting stories that uh, might interest our listeners? You know, uh it's always weird. It's not the weird series of poker, but always uh, weird things happen. I, you know what? One of the things that stands out to me is sort of the the social media sphere now that that influences the event and uh, the mix of people uh, who who attend the World Series of Poker from celebrities like guys from Breaking a Bad who are just railing the final table areas to Paul Pierce. <laughs> Uh, the NBA star playing in the events. But I guess well, one thing that stands out, there was always these reports that, that bad things were going on at the Rio. And uh, none of it was really true. What do you but, mean you know, bad what? things? I didn't hear anything. What kind like, of reports? Like there was a report that uh, people were being robbed left and right at the Rio, <laughs> for example. One guy went to buy drugs in the parking lot adjacent to the Rio and got beat up. <laughs> and uh, that story turned into everyone, uh, you know, a social media frenzy on, on what is the Rio doing to protect people. I mean, the fact of the matter is we've had the event there for 10 years. Uh, it is safe, but it is, you know, you're in a casino. Uh, people carry large sums of money. I mean, we do encourage everyone to be careful and be protective and and not make themselves an easy target. It's like no different than when there's a jewelry convention in town in Las Vegas. They always, <laughs> you know, tell people, hey, be careful. You're carrying valuable right. goods uh, and all that stuff. But So there really was no issue. But if you judge by social media, if you were looking at the event from the outside, you thought that, uh, I don't know, that people were getting mugged uh, uh, every other hour. Uh, inside the tournament rooms uh, from some of the reports. So some of those things, it was uh, weird from the standpoint for me, from a public relations practitioner trying to to give uh, information to people. It's hard when these things start to even uh, quell, Right. Um, I think, when they, when they get out on social media. Yeah, I can speak just from my experience. I, I find the Rio to be a great host. The rooms are, I wouldn't quite say palatial, but they're grand, they're large. Uh, the restaurants are numerous and first first rate. Um, you'll get some exercise because it's a very large venue walking around. I've never had any trouble whatsoever in the parking lot. I've walked there at every hour, day and night. Uh, it's a great social scene. You will see people that you knew in elementary school that you didn't know play poker. You will see them by chance there because it is a convergence of people from all over the world that have different interests in poker. I love going to the Rio, and even if I weren't uh, covering it, I would go just to be part of the melu of, of people uh, in the poker world. I do have a couple of more questions for you. Um, aside from giving journalists their meal comps, what's the high point of the World Series for you, Seth? Well, it would be busting you out of the media poker tournament, throw, <laughs> but I, I didn't get that privilege. Uh, I busted year. out so early, I don't think anybody even knew I was there. <laughs> nice. Well, that's the way to go. If you're not going to go deep, you might as well uh, get on with your life. It's, that's right. Uh, but what is, what is your hype? What do you really look forward to, if anything? Or is it just so damn exhausting you can't wait for it to be over? You know what? I love the stories, and let's talk about this guy. I'm just going to call him Billy Pappas because maybe you yes, know Yes, Yes. Yeah, Billy Papa Constantinou. 
uh, from right there in Lowell, Massachusetts, uh, who's at this final table. He's a world foosball champion who who happens to deal poker as an occupation when he's not at foosball tournaments in a charity room in In New New Hampshire. Hampshire. That's right. I mean, this guy had no intent to come to the World Series of Poker. He had some friends who were coming out. He had just got back from a European foosball tournament, decided to stop by and visit his friends at the Rio in Vegas. He convinced the guy to, uh, they put up some of his money to play in the main event. He had no intent to play. And here he is at the final table of the main event of the World Series of Poker with 17.5 million chips and a one-in-nine shot of claiming $10 million. <laughs> I mean, that's what I love about the World Series of Poker. Anyone can enter, anyone can win, and, and, and these stories uh, come out all summer long, like our Millionaire Maker winner and our Monster right. Stack winner, et cetera. And look at Newhouse, who is returning to the final table and he's not a household. In fact, one of the things that I think is maybe slightly problematic is there are not a lot of household names at the final table. But this guy made it to the final nine last time, albeit he was knocked out uh, first on the final table. And he's back again. What? No one ever thought that could happen again, I don't think. You know, in some ways it hasn't even set in for me because it is unfathomable for that to happen. It really is. I mean, he's outlasted, you know, 14,000 people in two years. Uh, to, to be in this position. It, it, right, and he's not Phil Ivey. He's not Daniel Negreanu. He's not a household name. He's somebody that, he's a pro, right? I mean, he is a pro. Yes, he won a big event in 2006. He's been around the game a long time um, and he loves the main event structure and just was able to to use his experience and patience to uh, sort of, he said he never, he always felt like he had above average chips and never had to uh, do anything dangerous and just uh, built and built as the event went on. Right. And uh, he's in a much better position this year. He was short going into the final table last year. This go around, he's got 26 million chips, would put some comfortably, uh, I think, in third place. So, um, he'll be fine. I think it's a great final table. Yes, you may not have all the names, but you've got, um, you know, six different countries represented, tying the most we've ever had. Um, you know, it's a young final table again, as we lost Luis Valador, our elder statesman uh, in 10th. Um, but a, a good mix of guys. I mean, one guy's a PLO cash game specialist, one thing, this foosball guy, the Brazilian, who it, it means a lot to his country to have him there. Right. They didn't uh, yeah. win the World Cup. Maybe they can win the World Series of Poker. That's right. Uh, you know, that's uh, he's the short stack, but uh, wouldn't count him out. And by the way, he's got something like $12,000 in career tournament earnings right. going into <laughs> the main event. I love it. <laughs> I, I do have a question for you, and we'll have to go out on this, on the, your answer on this, because we're pretty much out of time. You know, I know that you come on House of Cards, and we have listeners all over the world, and this really propels the World Series of Poker final table to a different level. But aside from here, I wonder why there isn't more promotion that's done of these guys. I mean, some possibility of them doing, uh, going out and doing promotional events in a bigger way than they have. Has anybody given any thought to that, trying to build up their name recognition so that by the time November rolls around, even casual non-players know their names? Certainly a better job can be done. What's a little difficult about this is the television format, right? That's why we have the November 9, because this year it's September 28th when the main event starts airing on ESPN. So you won't even get to understand who these guys are or anything about them until you see this product. So it's kind of no different than, like, The Bachelor, for example. It's all post-produced television where they send these people away for four months and they they tape all this stuff. And then, you know, you don't get to know them until it airs, uh, you know, six months later. So we're kind of in a similar boat in that regard that people can't appreciate their skill and their ability and what they've accomplished unless they see some of it. And and that happens in the fall. And therefore uh, we have a shorter window to try to take advantage of the promotional opportunities. Well, an idea that occurred to me that maybe is absolutely a non-starter for 
strategic reasons uh, or practical reasons. I know that delaying the final table when you'd made the decision was really a shocking thing. How could you do that? How could you separate it from the end of the tournament? The stamina issue won't be a And that a lot of people jumped on you. But I think the wisdom of your decision has now been borne out. I'm wondering, in light of the fact that you want to roll out the drama leading up to who the final nine are on television, if you might not delay the final table more so that you could have the rollout, people learn who they are, you see the drama of who the the nine become, and then October, we all know who the nine are, and then they are available for stuff before March or April or May so that we get to know them in person on live events, playing with celebrities, doing whatever they might do. Has any thought ever been given to doing that? Yeah, you certainly have. Uh, there's some merit there. And that's what the other year we, we did do live television coverage of the main event from the earlier days to attempt to try to do just that. They had to introduce these characters. And, and quite frankly, that wasn't the best way to go about it yeah. because it was too poker-centric and, and too tight a window. We didn't even know who these guys were right. to be able to, to better explain to the audience. So you're right. There's some work that can be done, and your suggestion is a good one. All right. Well, I look forward to having them on and you back on, and I'm looking forward to going out to Las Vegas for the final nine. Seth, as always, you've been a great guest, and uh, we love having you. Great. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Okay. Seth Polanski, World Series of Poker, uh, a great, great spokesperson for the game. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of September 1st, 2014. Well, Maryland has a brand spanking new casino. The Baltimore Horseshoe opened up to huge crowds last week. The new property features more than 100 table games and over 2,000 slot machines. Both Maryland's governor and Baltimore's mayor were on hand to open up the $442 million property, praising the fact that 51% of its employees reside in the city of Baltimore. 
One community that is not too receptive to the idea of a casino are the people of Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Last week, the leaders of the Aguina Wampanoags proposed transforming an unfinished tribal community center on the island into a bingo and poker hall. Many residents feel that a casino does not fit with the character of the island. The Wampanoags are a federally recognized tribe and were the original inhabitants of the island. And finally, a New Hampshire couple hit it big at a legendary Vegas casino playing a legendary slot machine. Walter and Linda Misko decided to play the Lion's Share slot machine at the MGM Grand. That machine is the last of the 50 original slot machines that the casino kept on its floor and hasn't paid off in 20 years. Well, it did last week. The Miskos brought home $2.4 million from that machine. The MGM is even considering letting them keep the machine, which is a very classy move. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Card player, gambler, scoundrel, you'd like him. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have on the air Steve Miller, who is the CEO of Card Shark Media. And I gotta I gotta absolutely confess, I have no idea what Card Shark Media is. So Steve, are you there? I am here. Uh, nice to talk to you, Ashley. Nice to talk to you. Why don't you start off by telling our listeners what Card Shark Media is and why we should well, care? Sounds great. Card Shark Media has gone through a couple of changes over the last several years. We established back in about 2006, when when I and my company were formed, uh, to syndicate the first uh, poker columns, instructional poker columns, written by a poker pro that were syndicated to newspapers in North America. And Daniel Negreanu wrote those columns, and uh, I think at the peak we were in probably about 125 different newspapers. Uh, worked with Daniel for about four years, uh, worked with Daniel on his first two books, Hold'em Wisdom for All Players and More Hold'em Wisdom for All Players, which are a compilation of those columns. Uh, then uh, when Daniel decided enough was enough and uh, he decided to stop writing the column, Phil Helmuth contacted me and I started working with Phil, doing the same thing. Uh, as I got deeper into the poker industry, I got involved in uh, lobbying on behalf of online poker players in the U.S. and uh, joined up with the Poker Players Alliance and subsequ- subsequently became the state director for California for the PPA. Uh, which brings us up more recently to the last year where myself and my partner have been working on what we think is a pretty cool app a free app. It's a card, uh, a hand replayer that allows a poker player to intuitively, intuitively and quickly uh, create an animated video of a memorable poker hand that they've played. Uh, that animated video then becomes uh, shareable content, which can be shared on Facebook, Twitter, and in our own platform in a single tap. So pretty cool product. So how does it work? How do I do it? Let's say I wanted to uh, to take advantage of it. What do I do? Well, uh, to give you an idea about similar type of products, and often often a good way to, to describe ours, is a great product made by poker stars called Boom Player. And I'm sure many of your listeners are familiar with that product. Uh, similarly, ours is a hand replayer. But one of the key differences is, is that with Share My Pair, you can uh, recreate a hand that's played either online or in any live setting. So if you're playing a hand of poker uh, in a home game, at a casino, at a card club, uh, in about a minute you could put the details of that hand into your uh, handheld device 
and uh, immediately that uh, animated videos is, is yours to keep and share with all your friends. Ah, so, okay, so let me just break it down. Maybe this is obvious to everybody but me. So I just played uh, a game. I was in Texas, and I happened to be in a private game in Austin, and I had a very interesting hand development, uh, hand developed where I had uh, garbage, but I read another player for being weak, and he raised, and another player called, and it was up to me, and I figured I'd squeeze him. So with my 9-8 offsuit that didn't hit the flop, I raised, and all this stuff I could quickly put in so that I could then share the hand with other people by sending it to them, uh, email, uh, putting it on my Facebook page, stuff like that. That's exactly right. It's what we like to call is uh, when someone jumps up from the table and says, that's a share my pair hand. Uh, just like playing <laughs> that 9-8 nine, nine, off suit turns out to be a winner. You see, when you tell a story about a poker hand, uh, it's something that poker players have this innate uh, ability to recall hands that they've played from yesterday, from last month, from last year. Uh, it's uh, a need that poker players have is to rid themselves of the story, either the bad beat, the hurt of the bad beat, or to uh, uh, tell everybody and boast about how well they played a great winning hand. And, and that's what this uh, Share My Pair app enables you to do. So simply, when you get into the app, uh, you enter in all of the details of the hand that are pertinent to this memorable hand that you've played. Uh, there may be nine people at the table, but probably not all of those nine players were intimately involved in that hand. Maybe really the story of that hand revolves around two or three players or four players. For those players for whom you have information, you easily enter the information. So it would be the whole cards if you know them. It would be the chip stacks of the players if you know them. It'll be the community cards on the board if you know them, and the betting history uh, that describes the hand. Once all that information is entered using some proprietary technology that we created, uh, you tap a button, and literally in less than three seconds, that animated video is is uh, on your phone and available for viewing and sharing with all of your friends. Well, that's great. I'm talking to Steve Miller, who's the CEO of Cardshark Media and who's the developer of Share My Pair. Um, this is a free app. How do you make money on this? Well, uh, we will be uh, making money on this uh, in the future uh, when at some point we will be able to uh, provide offers of uh, poker products that uh, are uh, certainly could be uh, directed and of interest to poker players, but that's not our interest right now. Uh, our interest right now is uh, developing the best app that we can uh, to build usage of the app. Uh, and make it a tool that uh, all players around the world can use to communicate their hand stories with each other. Another okay. interesting aspect. Just one second. How do I how do I get this app? How do I uh, put it on my phone? Well, that's the easiest way. It's available for uh, all uh, Apple products, uh, iOS products. Go to the App Store and search for Share My Pair, and you'll be able to download it. Or go to Google Play and download it for your Android device. Cool. That's easy. And it is free, as you said. Yeah. So how, how many folks have uh, taken advantage of this so far? Well, we we just launched uh, in uh, coinciding with the beginning of the World Series, which was only a couple of months ago. Uh, we're closing in on 2,000 users around the world. Oh, great. We're growing at a nice pace. Uh, we've got great support from uh, some big-name pros that are part of the app and part of the business. Uh, leading off by Phil Helmuth, who is a, uh, has a minority interest in the company and regularly posts as part of our pros corner. And we also work with Matt Stout, who is a tremendous young pro, who uh, has been posting some of his interesting hands from tournament play over the last uh, month or two. Uh, what, do you and, mean, uh, what do you mean they post? I mean, you have a, a website uh, that they post on, or the app itself uh, runs their posts? How does that work? Like Twitter? I mean, I'm, I'm lost. They, po they post the hand on the app. Consider the, the app the Facebook for sharing poker hands. Oh, okay. So you go onto the app, uh, and it, all of the hand details, though, are entered using a mobile device, not on your desktop, because... You, tend to uh, want to recall and replay that hand 
uh, soon after you you played a hand. So if you're at the uh, home game or at a casino, that's when you want to pull out your phone or pull out your iPad and enter in that hand. Um, And uh, so what what, uh, Matt and Phil have been doing are they're part of our Pros Corner, which is a separate feed, a separate part of the app. It's included in the free app, though. Uh, where they'll post interesting hands, and uh, anybody who has the app can view those hands uh, and can comment on them and enter into a dialogue with Phil and Matt. Terrific. It's pretty cool. Is, uh, is your company publicly traded, or is it privately held? It is, it's privately held now. But uh, when we become uh, completely rich and successful from this app, <laughs> things have a, a way of changing for the, for the benefit of uh, the positive sometimes. That's great. Just uh, before we go, we have another minute or so. Is there anything else that Card Shark Media is working on other than the Share My Pair app? Well, in the, uh, I'm pretty much working uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to make this the best user experience for our our users of the app. It's got me totally consumed. I'm having a fun time doing it. So, uh, no, the answer is uh, <laughs> we are all about Share My Pair, and we hope that your listeners will uh, go to the App Store, go to Google Play, and give it a try. Share, share my pair. That's what we want. Share my pair. Yeah, all a right. Lot of, uh, a lot of uh, funny looks and uh, giggles when we, we mention that name, but it seems to work for us. Good. Well, a little bit of uh, risque naming is never bad for business. That's right. Uh, just get my name right. That's what's important. All right. Well, your name is Steve Miller. You're the CEO of Card Shark Media, and you are the developer. All you're doing now is developing the best app it can be, Share My Pair. I appreciate you coming on the show, Steve. Thank you very much for your time. All right, listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back after a minute. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. It's finally here, the opening of the NFL regular season, and it's your last chance to join FanDuel before opening weekend. Look, millions of people play fantasy football, but can you win real cash this weekend playing fantasy football with your buddies? Well, you can with FanDuel.com. FanDuel is paying out more than $10 million every single week this NFL season, but you have to play to win, so sign up today. No season-long commitment, no upfront fees. Play each week or whenever you want. It's all up to you. Hey, Joe Watson from New York turned a $50 deposit into over $30,000 in two weeks playing fantasy football on FanDuel last season. And now, FanDuel will match you dollar for dollar on your first deposit up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner using the code HOC and sign up now. This offer is only good for the first 50 people that sign up today using the code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. 
Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit-and-goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. Pro-Caliber poker tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. I don't know about you guys. I like that, that was, song a lot. Very mellow. That was. Uh, oh, no, I really like yeah. that song. You know, we got an email from New Zealand from a uh, artist named Vebka. V e b k a. You can check out her music at Vebka dot com. Vebka. I Vebka. will check she's out from her New Zealand. Music. She, just, she sounds uh, like she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's. Uh, you know, that was House of Cards. She actually uh, did. She write it for us. I don't think so, but I uh, sure. Why not? I mean, it was more. <laughs> she, she actually sent us her video. We should probably put it up on the oh, website or what, something like what that. What does she look like? I mean, typical man. What does she look like? Uh, no, here I have a picture of her. There's a artsy European lady. Well, actually, no, New Zealand's not European. I don't even know. Oh. It's kind of earthy. I, kinda... <laughs> oh, I, I really dig yeah. her looks. Yeah, no, it's and like her a, smile and her kind of Janis Joplin looking vibe to her, doesn't she? Janis Joplin. Yeah. She just got done with a uh, tour of the sub Antarctic. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, the sub Arctic region, which which in, is what? in Antarctica. Okay, so, so if uh, you say subarctic, so it could ice be station zebra. That's where she right. played you, pretty if much. If you yeah. say subarctic, it could either be the Arctic, which is in the mm-hmm. north, or the Antarctic, which okay. could be in the south. Well, she, she was at the sub. Well, hmm, yeah. interesting. See, well, that's what I'm saying. You know what? You guys are just going to have to send yeah. me there Vebka. to find yeah. out. <laughs> v e b k a dot com. I'm guessing Check her out. Thanks that a lot, her ancestry is uh, Eastern European. Uh, she's doing a new album. She, I think she's recording it in Germany. So uh, there must be a reason Germany. why she's Maybe going Germany. to Germany. So. I, uh, if I were a single guy, I would ask her out on a date. There you go. Hey, you anyway, know. beautiful music. Uh, from well, there's her Vebka. email address. Okay. <laughs> So, um, well, listeners, speak, we are speaking of trips. Yes. You know, you're back from. Well, uh, first of all, listeners, you're listening oh, to okay, House yeah. of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. I'm in studio with my producer, 
the handsome Dave Weiss. No, if they don't know that by now that we're doing the mailbag. Well, we now. may have no. first-time listeners. Oh, okay. See, I'm always oh, assuming that there are lots of people. I bet, who it, I would have once known. we tell Vebka, we're leading in with her uh, song. I bet you we're going to get a new. I don't new understand crop of why you were kidding around and, about uh, the song. Zealand. I really dig that I know, song. I like it. It's. it's I'm going to adopt mellow. it as my personal theme song when I walk into a room. Okay. You know, like Johnny Carson when. Different guests would come on. He would like have the a president. song. Hail to the chief. You know, that's your. Yeah, yeah, oh, there yeah. You go. I, this is it. My House of Cards song. I really dig it. Um, okay. So, yes, I am back from Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what it is, but I think when you go to Las Vegas uh, at least once a year mm-hmm. for the last 20 years, which is what I've done, there's something deadening about the experience be, every time I repeat it. A little bit less and less and less mm-hmm. enthusiasm for it. This year was no exception to that. I, I went. I, uh, I planned to play in a number of tournaments, and I always have my hopes up for yep. some kind of poker glory. I played in one tournament that had a uh, million dollar uh, prize pool, something like a five hundred thousand dollar first prize. I did terribly. Really? Then I played in. It was like I kept going down the ladder of poker respectability. Then I well, played. Well, where was that tournament at? The that was at the win. Okay. Yeah. Then I played in a tournament at uh, Treasure Island, okay. which had 40 players. I did terrible there. Mm. Then I descended to a $30 tournament at Club Fortune, no less. <laughs> and uh, I did better, but I still didn't cash. And by the way, the guaranteed prize pool was $500. That okay. was the entire prize pool. <laughs> And then I went... Oh, the to, whole prize pool. Yes, okay. the whole prize okay. pool. <laughs> I'm then, thinking winner. Oh, okay. Right. Well, oh, no. Then I went to the absolute bottom of the barrel, the press tournament for the World Series of Poker, which are members of the media. Okay. And I busted out in an hour. And okay. the tournament was about four hours. So I didn't do it. But I did do well in the side games. I played at Club Fortune. I made a little money there. I played at Caesars. I made a few hundred dollars at Caesars. I played cash at Treasure Island. I made some money there. I went to the Mirage. I made some money at the Mirage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, I think I did fairly well. Now, do you make money at the tournaments? At no, the, no. Or just, did you just I, switch over to cash games? Aren't or? you listening to I, well, me? You know, it's, are you just you're rubbing thro- it in? You're throwing all these names at me. I, I played wondering. in four tournaments. I didn't cash okay. in any of them. So no, I didn't make okay. money. You got that part. I got that part. All right. Then I played in. Well, pa- let me. I'm getting to a point where you were smart enough to stop playing tournaments and go to the cash <laughs> games. That's what I'm. Very good. Then I played in cash games and I won. Enough to pay for the trip and uh, for the tournament losses, and so I felt good. But I don't know. I, I I just didn't have that feeling of excitement the same way I always do. I think maybe because it started on a down note. I left at 5 in the morning. I got yeah. out there, and the original plan was to go meet my Uncle Mike, who is a horse owner, Standard Breads, uh, Trotters and Pacers, and now he's getting into thoroughbreds. Is he out there? He or? he was. He went out there a day sooner, and okay. the reason I was going, we had a conversation. He said, hey, Ashley, we've never been in Las Vegas at the same time. I have free tickets to see Celine Dion, who I hear is a, is a great ticket to get, a great okay. show. Yeah. And I said, all right, well, when are you going? He told me, and I said, I'm free. All right, I'll fly out then, just because it's something to do. Yeah. yeah. So I got out there, and... Uh, we had a dinner, very, very nice dinner at Rao, which is a place next to the buffet, and we couldn't get into the buffet because the line was too long. So Rao's a very nice restaurant. We had dinner there, and then we were walking over to see Celine Dion, and I noticed a couple of people were, like, sobbing. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then we, we got up, and there's this huge crowd outside the doors, which half an hour before I figured would be open. They weren't. They were closed. So I went up to one of the security guards. I said, when do you let people in? He said, oh, I'm sorry to tell you. She has a sore throat. She won't be performing. So they had no show at all, uh, which I didn't care. I played three hours at Caesars and made a few hundred bucks. Did he he at least redeem your tickets for something? It was a comp. Oh, it was a comp. Oh, wow. He got comp. Oh, wow. I didn't. I thought you were getting the free ticket, and he bought them. No, 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 no. He got got free tickets. And then um, I went over to the Rio. He had a couple of buddies, one of whom was playing in the main event, and I watched one of his friends who actually did cash, made 25000 Wow, nice. So it was, uh, it was good. I also I took him to my favorite uh, dive bar in the world, which is the Dispensary Lounge <laughs> out on uh, uh, East Flamingo. They have jazz on Saturday night. So we went, 
and we saw some jazz. Very nice uh, vocalist and a, a three-piece combo. And that was good. And Can you call that a dive bar when there's actual live music? And well, it's really listed. Good jazz? You're right. Well, okay. it's, <laughs> I think it's misnamed a dive bar because on at least two nights out of the week, they have the jazz, and it's great. But it's 70s vintage shag carpeting, oh, yeah. uh, and there's nothing else that really goes on there yeah. except for the jazz twice yeah. a week. But uh, he, he, he agreed to go. They have very cheap, delicious, huge hamburgers, which we got. Uh, Five ninety nine for a half-pound burger and fries which I thought was a pretty good deal. Hmm. So we did that. And then um, I saw some poker-playing buddies from out east were over, out for the World Series, and we had a couple of dinners together, and I watched some of them play. And that was good. But I don't know. It's just kind of a, a little less than super enthusiasm, and maybe it's all about the fact that I didn't cash in any of the tournaments I played. But I have a feeling, I don't know, it's just getting to be too routine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, is it kind of, it's is the thrill gone, or or do they need to? I was more spice exci- thing up, or I was more excited about coming home to my cash game than I was <laughs> yeah, right. about for entertainment purposes only <laughs> uh, than I was about playing in Las Vegas. And uh, oh, I, I got to eat out in Chinatown a couple of times, which oh, I was like, and I stayed, of course, in the incredibly luxurious, high end, super luxurious Arizona Charlie's on Boulder for twenty dollars a night. What which, a great name. And what a great price. And what a great price. <laughs> and there are, I noticed that uh, when I, I'd go out for a walk in mm-hmm. the morning, about 5 a.m., when it's cool, and every morning I walk up and down Boulder and I saw half a dozen working girls yep. who are either coming home from work or they live out there or they live, stay at Arizona Charlie's. But it was, uh, it was sad because Las Vegas is overwhelmed with absolutely drop-dead gorgeous women. Uh, they're so abundant that you don't even notice them after a while and and a lot of them are in that profession it's just kind of sad so well well i have to ask you since uh you were out there did you at least try a little bit online poker or no no, no? i i thought did, did about it rooms I, I heard they had rooms or lounges didn't where see computers any. or i didn't see any and no. you know what it was it was uh figuring there would be red tape if mm-hmm. i thought that i could just go onto my computer yeah, yeah. at the rio and just press a button and I'd be on their site, I would have done that. But you got to get money from an account. You yeah, got to wait yeah. for it to clear. Uh, you got to sign in. You got to have the – and I, I have a, you know, an Apple, and I figured that the uh, most of the sites are for Microsoft stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't bother. I no, no. So, no, no, I was I was curious to see if if there was red tape because you know I didn't try. No, I was no. not like you are in New Jersey. I didn't even try. But there are <laughs> signs everywhere. Is it really give, telling you how much free stuff you get, how much uh, you can win in a tournament, how you can get free rolls for the World Series of Poker, all over the place, encouraging people to sign on. And I just didn't yeah. bother to do it. So. Did you see any changes in the, the this year's World Series? Because I always ask you that. They always tweak it a little bit every year. Did you see a change that you liked or didn't like? I didn't. I didn't see anything different except uh, there were. Well, there was one funny scene, and then I'll stop because uh, Doug's giving us the <laughs> sign to shut up. Uh, it was funny. Uh, the main event, day three, day two or day three. Uh, I'm in the hallway, and it's mobbed. It's during the dinner break, and I see Barry Greenstein, who is in conversation with somebody. And since Barry's been a guest on this show. And I feel entitled to go up to people and interrupt them when they're, they've been guests on the show as if I'm their good buddy. I said, excuse me, I just want to say hello. I'm Ashley Adams. You've been on the show a couple of times, Barry. I just wanted to meet, say hello in person. And he said, oh, oh, hi. A little bit less than enthusiastic for being interrupted in his private conversation. And then feeling kind of stupid, I asked a question which compounded my stupidity. I said, just piled it on. So um, are you still in? And he looks at me like I'm a moron, and he said, do you think I'd be standing here as a spectator? <laughs> you know, this mob of yeah, people. Yeah. And he, Yeah, I'm still in. You think I'd be here if I weren't in the tournament? And I said, well, I don't know. You could be like me, interviewing people. <laughs> and he said, yeah. So, and then he went back to talking to the buddy. He was, with, he was actually very cordial and very nice. I mean, there were, that was one good thing. As a poker guy, I do get a kick out of seeing all the celebrity pokers in one place and they were everywhere they yeah. were ubiquitous so that so the answer is uh i don't know if that's different from other years but it was fun 
So we're going to have to end this segment. Uh, I'm glad you tuned in, listeners. Come back next week. Until then, good day and good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.